welcome to the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast, where you'll hear the good, the bad, and the ugly of how real estate agents overcame challenges and grew their business. Check out the episode notes at crushitinre.com slash podcast. Now here's your host, Lindsay Favaza. So my guests today on the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast are our very own from Lamaki Realty, Lisa and Carl Gambardella. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Hello. So I'm excited to talk to you guys because I was looking at your stats and you started with us in May of 2019. And with us in May of 2019, you sold six homes. But I know in talking right before this, you had mentioned that you had sold a little bit more than that for the full year, correct? I believe we were 11 or 12 that year total. Perfect. So then in 2020, which I also like to put the asterisk of pandemic year, right? You sold 22 homes. So from the year that you started with us to the full next year, you had increased over double from what you had done. So I wanted to have you guys on because you also have a very interesting dynamic. You are obviously married. You have to kind of balance out working together and getting leads together and doing all of that. So I want you to talk about all those things with our audience today to make sure that they hear, like I said, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, so so why don't you start with when you first started in real estate, kind of how that all went down and how you started and got into the business and so on and so forth. Huh, okay. So it's, it's quite, you know, I guess it's, it's quite an adventure story. Um, so it started off with Lisa several years ago, um, deciding that she had this grand idea. She wanted to get into real estate and got licensed and joined a brokerage um, that literally handed her the keys to the office and said, here you go. Have a nice day. Welcome to being a real estate agent. What were you doing before that? I was an office manager for a small company. So what was the d reason to get into real estate? What was uh, that decision? Sitting at a desk 40 hours a week was killing me and the potential to make more money than an hourly wage. Absolutely. Okay. Continue. And then, so in her short tenure um, in that real estate uh, venture. Um, she did nothing, um, not anything. That was but like she had no, you know, 12 years right. ago. But you yeah. had no, no support, no training, no guidance. It was literally, here you go, go sell a house. And you were still working full time and then trying to do it part time to get into the yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. So I chalked it up as, you know, a, it was kind of like a failed venture. She tried and moved on. Um, I had a long history. I worked 18 and a half years with Bose Corporation. Um, I was in business development. I did special events, project management. And unfortunately, me and about you know 5,000 of my closest friends got laid off um, at one point. And that was like 20, I don't even know now. It's 20. 15, 16? No, it was later than that. Anyways, anyways, it was a while ago now. And one of the things we did after that happened, I, you know, was bouncing around trying to find, you know, a fit, you know, get back into the business world, you know, and had a couple attempts at things, just didn't, nothing panned out. And we were actually on vacation. Um, we were down in the Florida panhandle and we were laying on a beach. And Lisa just had an epiphany one day and she's like, you know what you'd be really good at? Real estate. And I'm like, but we had always loosely talked about that. We had always loosely talked about flipping houses, doing that kind of thing, because that always interested us. And you had had your license now for a little while because you were dabbling. Yes. So you kind of had on the back of your head well, like. And I think it really started with uh, at that point I had left my day job. I was a couple 
years out of that. And I had a network marketing job that I was doing pretty well at, but it was getting kind of stale. And I was like, I think I want to try getting back into real estate. And he rolled his eyes at me. I did. You did. Because you had tried and it hadn't I had tried. Out. I get but it. But I was a very different person. Yeah. This 10 years later or whatever it was. And then I said, we always talked about doing it. Why don't you do it? But he was starting another job that next week. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, Michelle did. Yep. And then go ahead. And that's what it was. Yeah, I was starting a brand new job and I lasted a whopping, did I even last a week before I- <laughs> I don't even know. It I, was bad. I literally called her one day and I'm like, I can't do this job. This company is unethical. It doesn't meet, yeah. it doesn't align with what I'm doing. Well, you know, what they're yeah. doing is is yeah. illegal. The way they're treating their employees is terrible. And I refuse to be part of this. And she's like- We always figure it out. Do what you like, need to she's do. Like, do what you, she's like, do what you have to do. She's like, I will figure it out. And I got home from work. I- basically quit that day. I got home and Elisa was like, I've signed you up for a real estate class. It starts Monday. I love your go get them <laughs> attitude. I love that. And so I went and I, you know, I went to school, I went back to school, my little backpack and everything, you know, here I go. I went back to school and I got my, my uh, real estate license. And we joined up with a brokerage um, that we had a very good family friend um, who's also here at Hamaki now with us. Um, and went on and started there. And, you know, we, that's how it started. Yep. yep. Okay. So that was three and a half. 2017. Four years ago around that. Okay. So in those early days, how did it work? How did you kind of then get pulled into the mix? So I was um, doing a seasonal waitress job at that point, um, just to bring in extra money because he was in flux. Um, so when that ended that year, um, which ended at the beginning of October, no, beginning of November, I was like, all right, I'm in. Renewed my license, got it up and running. Um, and we became a team. So we just we just went for it. Um, not easy getting started, the two of us together. Uh, it was, what, six months before we had our first closing. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely stressful <laughs> to get started. Um, but we just kind of, he kind of took the lead at first because he was into it first. And he had the business world experience and more, I would guess, Say more the confidence and foundation of business and understanding. And, you know, um, and we, we went for it. But just like with everybody that starts off in real estate, you take what you can get at the beginning. And we <laughs> had the most interesting first year with some of the most amazing clients. Literally, I had one guy that came in to sign paperwork and he came in and he dropped this cooler that you'd find he well he looked kind of like i, I don't want to homeless. stereotype he looked like a homeless guy <laughs> um he had the gray salty beard down on camp you know completely and he you know you'd be like who is this guy walking down the street and he had this cooler and you're like he puts this coleman cooler up and it's dirty and nasty and you're like what is this and he opens up and he starts pulling checkbooks out of it and he's like in my world i work in the city He's like, if I walked around with a briefcase, I'd get mugged. Nobody bothers me wow. with a cooler. So that was like his wallet. That yeah, was yeah. all his money and all of his like documents. His <laughs> it was his briefcase. Interesting, Interesting guy. You never but know. You never yeah. know. That's, yeah. you know. But we we pretty much went for whatever came our way. I had, you know, at our last brokerage, if you were there doing the phones, which we did a lot because we were just trying to get business, and somebody called in. They were yours. Um, I had this guy call in screaming at me, um, literally screaming at me about an agent that no longer worked there. Um, 
And I was kind of like, after 10 minutes of like, I'm like this, <laughs> you know, phone away from ear. He's yelling. Um, and I said, well, can I help you? He's like, how can you help me? And I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm an agent. Can I help you? And he's like, he's like, I don't even know your name. And I tell him my name. He's like Gambardella. And he was Italian and attitude changed. And that was a long, crazy process where we learned a lot. But it was, you know, I think for us and even now, we don't say no to anything. Like, I don't care what the price point is. I don't. You just go for it and you learn something every time. And some of those smaller price points, too, in the long term can turn into bigger price points for you. So you're right. You don't want to figure it out like later on that you made a mistake. Yeah. No. Right. Because you can you can work on a property that you you know you're not going to make a great commission on. But then that can turn into. We got our first buyer out of that property. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. It, but with respect to that, with us working together on that, you know, Gambardella, Carl knew how to navigate the tough Italian, um, very tough Italian, very tough. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I'd come home to him screaming at him. They're yelling at each other. But we played off good that cop, bad cop. Lo- that was their love language. But, it but, was. But that's and thing. it was. <laughs> I have an Italian last name, so I understand. Lisa did not understand could, that. She could not comprehend how I could be yelling at this guy on the phone to our client. And I'm yelling at him. But he respected, because it was a respectful yell. It was a. But I, I couldn't have done that right. to him. I was putting him in his place, but I knew, I know the line. Because, you know, I deal with my father. I've dealt with my family over the years. And I know the line of respect, but saying, you know what? You, enough. You, enough. <laughs> Stop. Quit. Yeah. Enough with this. Because, I mean, we dealt with I, I, it was some things I can't even get into on here. Let's take a quick break and hear from the number one loan originator, Sean Benozian of Guaranteed Rate, as he gives us his monthly mortgage tip. Hey guys, it's Sean from Guaranteed Rate. Just wanted to have another quick tip for you guys. Um, Something that's worked very, very well for us is we have key initiatives that we work on. We call them rocks. So every single quarter, my team and I each identify three issues that each one of the people on my leadership team are going to work on. They're going to move the business forward big time. Right? These are big key initiatives that we're going to knock out. So if I have three issues that I'm going to work on every single quarter, that's 12 major initiatives that I'm going to accomplish over the course of the entire year. That helps move my business forward. Now, we're also talking about um, not the big ticket items. We have issues lists and to-do items that we work on in those same meetings. But it's really, really important that you give yourself three biggest items over the course of a quarter that are going to move your business forward and make you better. Thanks, Shant. Now, let's get back to the show. So, of course. So, tell me a little bit then about the dynamic between the two of you, because there's plenty of people out there that are listening that maybe they're in this with, maybe it's not their spouse, but it's a close friend or they're partnered in some way. So, tell me how that works for you guys now. In in that year of 22 sales, how did you kind of balance what you were doing? So, we very much can play Good cop, bad cop. Um, Guess we, bad cop. No, not always. Not always. <laughs> we also, we also run into situations of, um, you know, there was, I think we only had one deal where we had both sides of it. Each of us took a side because, and honestly, we're more oh, competitive. Fun. We're more competitive with each other. So we're like. We literally hard. sat across the kitchen table from each other negotiating one. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my, no, my client won't agree to that. And you like, and oh my God, I love this. We did though. We did. And I think, you know, 
there's times when I do the majority at this point because Carl is now a full-time firefighter. I do a lot of stuff, but there are times when I'll look at him and I'll be like, I need you to handle this because mm-hmm. I am just spent on like, maybe it's an emotional transaction. Maybe it's just a demanding client. And sometimes I'm just like, I need you to do this. Or we're going for like, we went, um, in 2020, we had our, you know, a listing appointment that somebody called us off of a postcard. And I'm like, at that point, I'm still finding my way because once we came here and we started learning how to do things right, um, I was get I was working on being more confident at like listing appointments, which now I'm good. But at that point, I was like, I need you to come with me because I don't want to blow this. So like we would do that together. Like there's certain things we do together like that. Like if it's a high, you know, or if it's somebody, I think um, we had somebody else. The Italian thing, I tell you, we had somebody call Carl directly. I think you'd be a good fit to help my father. Well, dad still has an Italian accent. Like he's very Italian. That's why he called. So he needs to be part of that, you know, like, so there's certain times that I definitely need him as part. But you do the majority at this point because he's working part time in real estate. I deal with like the paperwork Mm -hmm. and the like all that stuff. He backs me up for sure for um, showings and open houses and things like that. He brings in a lot of business. He does a lot of the bringing in of business. Well, we have a lot of people in the company that are firefighters or hairdressers on the side. And it's funny, there's people that have the 40 hour a week jobs. Those are the ones that are a lot more challenging to get into real estate. But when you have some of those other kind of side jobs that are a different kind of schedule, I feel like you can do really well in balancing it. And I feel like the firehouse is a great resource for leads. So has that definitely panned out for you guys? It is. It it definitely. And, you know, they work, they're in the same building as the police department too. So like he calls me one day, he's like, can you, can you bring me some information? You know, so-and-so officer's mother needs to sell her house. Okay. Where I'm more like, okay, let's get an appointment. He's like, oh, let's sit back and wait. I'm like, no, no, let's get an appointment. Yeah. So you're more doing things by the books. Like I want to get it done. Exactly. I'm more of the relationship build first. Yeah. um, And then go for the Sale. I provide value. Um, it's just different. We, we, we handle things differently. Mm-hmm. And we also like a lot of times Lisa will look at me because I have a lot more experience in, I guess, in the building part of it, building construction, building, you know, design and things like that. And I can come in and she's like, okay, you look at this from this perspective. So maybe we're working with a, a buyer and they have some concerns. I can tell them, you know, that's, you know, a bigger deal. That's not a bigger deal. Or if someone's selling, I was like, why don't we fix, put your money here? But I wanted to do this. Well, that's not going to have any return on your investment. You'd get far more for your house you know, and return wise by doing, doing this. And that's the kind of stuff I bring a lot more to the table. Um, and sometimes I'm the one that's more, this needs to be done. This needs to, and Lisa's like, well, you, she, she plays well, nicer and she's like, oh, but, but look at this is beautiful. This plant you have is beautiful. No, and I'm like, I the don't wall is falling down. do that. No. Well, part of it is I'm in the day to day of it right now where he's not. So as far as the market and things like that, like I know, what's going on right now. He knows, but he's not as in it as I am. So sometimes like if somebody's like, oh, I want to do this and this. And, you know, with the market we've been in, like, don't just sell your house. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And the timing is everything. Right. So like that kind of thing. And, you know, I think we went through and we have our moments now, but I think it's better. And I think I was not as confident for a while too, but you know, he came across very much as a telling me what to do or telling me I was doing things wrong. And that didn't go well. (laughs) That didn't go well. Um, but I think we've kind of gotten more of a balance of that now because now I'm like, 
Right. No, you've 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 learned and you've definitely evolved as an agent and you do a fantastic job. I do. Very proud of you. I do. So I do. Well, I think it's just, you know, I am at training every week. I am at training every week and I'm soaking up whatever I can get for training. Um, you know, through the pandemic, everything, anything, anything was put out. I'm watching it. I'm learning like, cause that's how you get better. So for me, Carl doesn't do the training and stuff so much. Like I've had him go do some of the stuff online. But he's not involved in the day to day either. But part of it was I had, when we first came over, you know, our training is a designated day. And I actually had a job that I worked that one that day, one <laughs> day every week. And I yeah. just could not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so be here. So where does the majority, I was looking at the sales again and, and I'm looking at it and I, I honestly thought my report was wrong because I thought, wow, they've done this growth, but with no company leads really. So explain to me where most of your business comes from, how you generate that business and what's been working for you. So I did track at one point. So it, it's funny because I think having good friends that are your champions are huge. And we have a couple that um, are friends of mine from high school that have been our biggest champions. They've nobody has wanted to see us succeed more than them. Um, and she will tell people, but she's also very respected and very honest person. So I think that helps. Um, we do a lot of sphere. We do a lot of, we had a lot come off of postcards, um, sending after sales, um, like when things get listed in after sales. So you do just listed cards and you do just sold cards. And I do a lot of just sold cards. Like I'll do three, 400, not just the hundred. Um, and so it's funny because that friend of ours had referred me to somebody which then her postcards have created almost $2 million worth of business. So like it, it was very much, you know, you, and then she's also referred me other people, which has created, so, it, you know, you kind of. So direct mail is not dead. It is not dead. We do really, it, it, sometimes it doesn't hit and sometimes it does and that's fine. But the ones that hit, you end up getting $2 million worth we had of our business biggest, from. We had our biggest, it wasn't even from that one. We had our biggest listing from postcards. And that was something I did a favor for another agent whose mother needed to sell her house and she didn't want to do it. And we did it for, you know, less than we normally would. And he gave me crap for it. <laughs> um, but that turned into so more business. A hundred just listed. Yes. And then you do three or 400 just solds, depending. I would, if it's where I want to be. Yep. 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 Awesome. Mm -hmm. yep. That's great. So what do you do to appreciate, like you said, that friend that is your biggest champion? How do you appreciate some of these past clients and keep them referring you? Well, the friend, I abuse her husband. <laughs> um, because you know, had, well, because we, we recently purchased a home and we did a full renovation on it. And he actually helped me do a lot of that re renovation. So that's when I make the joke about abusing him. Yeah. And, and I, we, we help each other. I recently tracked that and tracked how much stuff came back to her. And I was like, wow. So it's been on my mind to do something like, you know, just because, but I, I said to her one day, I'm like, do you realize like this all became, came cause of you? And she's like, yeah, kind of like, wow. Like, you know, You're so right. she can never get into real estate, but, <laughs> but it's, um, you know, but we, I think we, a lot of what we do is we just develop relationships with our clients. Um, we, I love my clients, most of them, you know, there's always those few, but I love my clients and I love keeping track of them. And every time we're done, people are like, oh my God, you're awesome. You, I try to treat them like they're the only client, you know, that kind of thing. And they then refer people to us. Um, you know, you treat people right and it comes back. 
and you have <clears throat> you have fun with it. You know, our <clears throat> very first buy buy was from one of our our first cell, our first crazy Italian, um, first crazy Italian cell, <clears throat> and we you know we created she was deemed and she was nicknamed by Lisa <laughs> because she came to that showing and she had amazing boots on. She and still so boots, Lisa like nicknamed four years her later. boots <laughs> and she still boots and we still, and she ended up buying completely out of our area. Um, but and, we are brand new and we go wherever right. she needed Anybody us to that go. Anybody that knows, you know, you know, was, you know, Massachusetts at all is like, you know, we're in more central Massachusetts. She ended up buying out in Springfield. So we would go out and look at homes with her out in Springfield. And that's, a, that's a hike, you know, it's, it's an hour, hour and 15 minute ride out there. But you know, long-term that's going to pay dividends. We did it. And, and she loved us. And she loves us. And, you know, we've been there for her throughout and answered questions and, you know, and she still boots and she knows she's boots and I'll even say, Hey boots, I'll send her a text yeah. every once in a while. What's going on? Checking in on you and the family. And yeah. And I do stay, try to stay connected to people like Facebook and things like that, because you know, that's obviously the easy way, but knowing like I just saw, um, a past client of mine just had a baby last week. So I'm going to send something to her and you know, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, just trying to stay human. relevant with them. And just staying yeah. human. Yeah. <clears throat> Not making it, you, you, there's a difference with staying in touch with clients being a chore, a human and being <laughs> transactional. Yeah. And if I send you something in the mail, that's, you know, a remind a postcard saying happy birthday. And it's a postcard. It's yes, you're keeping a touch, but is it personal? Not really. You know, it's automated, you know, it's whatever. And is it, does it keep you, you know, top of mind? Yes, it does. But, you know, is it even just something as simple as a text from you or a message online? It makes it more personal. And that's kind of the way we, we do things yeah. is that we don't. Your clients really, become friends. Correct. They do. And mm -hmm. honestly, I had people close last week and not that I'm sad to see them get in their house, but I'm sad I don't get to hang out with them anymore. You know, like it, it, that's how how I look at our clients, you know, and if, if they're not like that, you know, I don't know where we have some, that. we have some, <laughs> we've had some clients that we, you know, just like everybody that you're no longer going to keep in contact with. Yeah. It was done one and done. And we're, but you also much. learn from that stuff. So I had, the, we had a nightmare client that was selling his house in Lemonster. It was before we came here, like as, pretty much as we were coming here. And that was a nightmare. I had to block him from my phone, like that kind of crazy. But then he brought me who I lovingly refer to as the siblings. They were three siblings in 50s, 60s buying a house together. Um, and, and, um, but they have also referred me to all their family. So I've their bro other brother, their niece, like, so, okay. I had to deal with crazy here, but it's brought me and I love, these people are my biggest champions. So, yeah. you know, it's, so in closing, what would you say to someone who's maybe in the same situation where they're doing this kind of partnership, whether it's with their spouse or not, but they're in a partnership, what would be your biggest advice to them as far as growing their business and kind of getting to that next level like you guys have done? Have fun. Um, yeah. We, we joke around a lot. We have fun a lot, but we, we absolutely rely on each other's strengths Yeah, and we don't play a, there's no power. There's no hierarchy. It, even though she'll say she's the boss there, we don't look at it that way. You know, I know when I can refer her and say this past year, she has done an amazing job in building this business. And, you know, I was very much almost absentee from it. I don't, you know, did a lot of stuff. I was on a FEMA deployment. I was a whole bunch of stuff where I wasn't around. And, um, 
you know, she did an amazing job with that. But you you leverage each other's strengths and don't be afraid to sit there and say, OK, this isn't my strength. You take the lead here. It, it's not that it makes you less of a person. It actually makes you a stronger person by doing that. Absolutely. And I would say that's a thing. And, you know, if you're in a relationship together, like your you know, husband and wife or um, significant others, whatever it might be, have fun with it. Joke around and by all. Spend time outside of work together. Which is hard. Because yeah. it so consumes talk, you. Try to put your phone down. What? I'm looking at Facebook. I'm see. searching. Lisa is giving Carl a look. <laughs> when we're out to dinner, I'm playing, I'm playing on my phone like on he's Facebook. Yeah. And, and you're, no, and she's like sending texts about work. And I'm like, stop working. She's like, put your phone down. I'm like, well, I'm just looking at mindless videos. Yeah. And go on vacation because whenever you go oh, yeah. on vacation, business gets busy. Absolutely. It, it's crazy how that happens. We, yeah. It happens every time, but it's, it's important to disconnect because, you know, like he said, like it's on your phone, it's there all the time, you know, clients text you, whatever. And I know rationally, I don't need to get back to them right away, but I also know if I get back to you now, I won't forget later or whatever it is. So, um, it is definitely difficult sometimes to shut off. Um, so I think that is definitely important, especially when it's both of you and, and, ask for help when you need it because there's just times when I'm just spent. I'm like, can you just go do the showing? And he's like, yeah. And I feel bad asking, but he's, and I don't know why <laughs> he's refreshed and ready to go yeah. because he yeah. wants to help yeah. too. Yeah. So it's, it's just really like, and just make sure people know what you do because you know, I, you know, people, I like to think like, like us. us, people like us in general. Yeah. So they feel very comfortable talking to us and, you know, just, you know, don't be afraid to take the scary stuff because that leads to the good stuff. So thank you guys so much. It has been an absolute pleasure. I feel like I got to know you guys on a deeper level and I can see why this dynamic works so well. So keep crushing it. And I hope that this year turns out to be even better than last. Thank you. So thank congratulations you. to you guys. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast. We hope you've learned some valuable takeaways. Be sure to take action and grow your business. You can check out the episode notes and more content from the show at crushitinre.com slash podcast. And if you like this episode and you'd like to hear more stories, please share with others. Post on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all the latest from Anthony, you can follow him on Instagram at Crush It in Real Estate on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.